You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Hey, welcome aboard. Uh, Welcome aboard. You. Yeah, thank you for uh, coming along for the ride. If you're new and uh, if you're uh, if you hear a little crackling uh, in the background, that's our fireplace yeah, going. Our, yeah, we uh, we got the fireplace going. And uh, if you're a uh, uh, you know a regular listener, thank you, thank you for passing the word, passing uh, passing it on. There oh. you have it. That's my radio. Thank yous. You know, and it was Thanksgiving week and. What are we grateful for? That's what they do every year on Thanksgiving. What are you grateful for? Well, ah, shut up. What? It's like saying, like, oh, on Christmas. Every year they give presents on Christmas. That's <laughs> no, but always, like, huh? that crazy they do that? No, but they always ask, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful That's for? That's what the holiday is. What, Thanksgiving? No, it's, it's right in the name. Nah, but it's, it's not hard to figure out. It's kind of like... It's it's basically it it it's you know based on the fact that we took oh, land yeah. from the Indians uh-huh. and we took their land and we said you know what fuck it let's give them something to eat made them some dinner so here you go here's some uh, here's some turkey and some pumpkin pie and thank you it's our land now right I yeah maybe it's American the American way. So, so, and we had a pretty good Thanksgiving. We went to my uh, sister's house and we uh, ate. And in Canada, it's just like about the harvest. Everything's about the harvest in Canada. That's what Canada's about—the harvest. Well, I, I would assume it's the same thing here. No, it's not. I mean, about taking the, the land from the Indians is a—is that a different holiday? That should be something on its own. Take the Don't land conflate the, the two. Things. Take the land from the Indians Day. So yeah, we you know we planted crops and and then harvested them and then we had the bounty right before you know winter and you say thanks. Thanks that we were able to have all this food so we could, so we might live another year. Well, well I guess I guess in that way, yeah, thanks Indians for I don't, I don't think letting uh, us kill you and take your land. I don't think as many listeners as you think uh, really care about the Canadian history that you bring to this podcast all the time. <laughs> I, I maybe we I don't even listeners. know. Like, look. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you come up, you know, this is Canada, this, that. This is how we do it in Canada. We have a lot of Canadian listeners. I don't think we do. And I, if we do, they already know. Is that old coffee? Who drinks old coffee? I just said you want a fresh cup of coffee and you no, said no. because I had this one still. That's old. That's like... From this afternoon. So? After you supposedly went to the gym and then you went out. Oh, God. Here we go. I got tons of firewood. Why didn't you come and check if my car was at the gym? I don't check up on my wife. I oh, no. You done. just secretly harbor resentment? 
I didn't not so secretly. secretly, I suppose. And first of all, I never. Why don't you out. check, and then you don't have to be angry? Just but check. Let's even say I did. Uh huh. Let's even say I did. Right. Uh-huh. Now, couldn't your car be parked there, and you take off in another car? So why would I? That would mean I'd have to come in and actually see you. And I'm not that kind of person. I'm not a jealous person or a crazy person that would do that. That's the kind of person that, when they break up with somebody, they drive past their house and. Everybody does that. Drives past our house? Yes. Why? They do. Everyone just does it. In the story with Mark Cohen, when we broke up, and then I would always get mad at him because he ate fast food all the time. Like, there's always fast food and bags in his car, and I'd just be like, come on, Mark. I don't know why it bothered me so much that he ate fast food. And then we broke up, and, you know, whatever. This was weeks later. I went on a date, and... uh we went to McDonald's after, and we were coming home with the McDonald's bags. Uh, I don't remember if this was the beginning of the date or after, whatever. Anyway, we had McDonald's bags, and we were walking up to my apartment, and Mark Cohen got out of his car and slammed the car door, and he goes, he sees me with the guy, and he goes, McDonald's, Bonnie. <laughs> See? That was the part that he felt like I was cheating on him with. McDonald's, Bonnie. Who was your date with, Ken? No, it was some guy. Was a, he looked like Tom Cruise. When we would walk around, people would always go, where's Nicole? Really? Mm-hmm. You, went out with some, you went out with a lot of guys. He was a good... Stop it. What? disgusting. He was a, he was a good-looking guy, but uh, he had his own issues. I didn't date him very long. You fool around with him? Of course. The first night? No. Why not? I don't know. All right. What do you? Let me go throw a log on the fire. Do some talking. That means go. he's going to shit on the fire. <laughs> um, okay. Well, since it is Thanksgiving, I thought that um, I might give thanks as well as our listeners to Rich Voss on this podcast. Make a little more noise over there. And... Um, as a sort of tribute to you, Rich, and all that you do, all the, the joy that you give us, podcast after podcast, stand-up show after stand-up show. Yeah? What are you saying? I would like to interview you for this podcast on about your comedy. And, and it's funny because right before this podcast, somebody sent me an email that had a clip embedded in it of you... I, how, what, how was that, 20 years ago? It had to be about 20 years ago. What TV show was it? Rascal's Comedy Hour. Rascal's Comedy Local. Hour. Are you ever going to stop picking your nose, or that's just something i got to just learn to deal with now? Go ahead. It's like the I'm guy not picking, who I like. I'm scratching it. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so go ahead. Um, so... Uh, it was pretty terrible, but in a way, it was good. It was great. It stunk. It was twenty years ago. To me. I can't. It took me so long to figure. Like, you know, I knew that was you, obviously, but it was hard to see you in that clip. You had long, curly hair, and it was natural. It wasn't a Jerry curl. That's how it grew. I don't even know what a Jerry curl is. Okay, that's because you're white and from Canada. It's a but you, name. but you were also wearing a lot of silver jewelry around your neck. Yeah, like big, like. Like you really did look like you grew up 
on the south side of something. <laughs> you know. It was silver or gold. I don't remember. Okay. And your jokes were not, te- you were not terrible. You were actually less nervous on that television show than I've seen you. You, you, you seemed cocky and cool. Yeah, but I mean, I, I but get. But how come you get so nervous now? I get nervous. Your anxiety I, is worse now than it was back yeah, then. But were I you get, still on drugs then? No. no. I get nervous when I do TV now until I walk out on stage. And then when I get my first laugh, the nerves go away most of the time, you know. You but, seem pretty. You seem pretty see, comfortable. The reason I get nervous now is because I have so much more. People expect so much more out of me now, you know. Because I have no. Only yeah, they you do. do. I have a reputation. I have, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. What's uh, your reputation? A persona to carry. I'm a fucking. You know, I'm known as a, a top comic. So you know, I mean, it's just. So I. Why gotta, don't your next CD should just be called Big Act? Probably. Uh, right. You know because. You know, I got I've gained a lot of respect in this business, so I you know you can't you can't fail. You know, you could you could succeed ten thousand times, but you fail once. That's the one they remember. Oh come on! Come on, nothing. What about you know Bill Burr? He failed, I guess technically on uh, the Opie and Anthony tour. And no, he didn't fail. He killed. That was the greatest fail. thing that ever. That wasn't a fail. I'm sure he didn't feel like it was killing at the time. Can you f- put that up I there? I think he uh, he he uh, he took lemons. Like he took years? lemons and made lemonade out of it. Have you ever heard that saying? I've never heard that. Yeah. How you do what? You take lemons and you make lemonade ah, out of it. Ah, okay. That's what we he have. Did. You take water and you make icicles out of it. That's the Canadian. Is that thing. how they do in Canada? Um. So you want to talk to me about Canada? Well, first you, of all, let's. Why don't, why don't you read the email that guy sent me? Yes, out? that was the second thing. Do you have it? You don't well, do any preparation for these things? No, it's on I'll my phone. set up the story. Okay. We went we went into Costco. Um we don't have a membership there, but we just went to get the free samples because that's how we roll. They had tons of free samples. They had tons sam- of free samples. We said we, we want to go it. in, look around, check it out. That's the first time I went into Costco in my life, I think. Oh, you didn't know about the free samples? No. You knew about free oh, samples? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, how would you know if you'd never been there? That's what I've I've been in Costco a million times. When were you in Costco? You've one. never been a member. You don't know about my life. You don't know everything that's uh, I've had in my life. Susie Sorrow was a member of Costco, and I would go with her all the time. Oh, all right, all right. So okay, my sister's a big fan of Costco. Okay, a lot of people that I know. All right. Um, so we went in. We were just. Literally going from kiosk to kiosk getting free food. And this guy, a big guy, wearing a tank top and shorts. And it was pretty cold yesterday. Yeah, it was a weird outfit. Every time you tell a story and I and I, uh, chime, you, you, and I yeah, chime in, I, know, I, know, I feel I like the Sklar brother. I, I feel I like too. one of the Sklar brothers. Um. So then... Uh, he came up to me and, and... So yeah, he said, hey, he said, hey Rich Voss. And uh, he goes, Are you? Yeah. Yeah. And then you turned around and you're like, Yeah. And he goes, I'm a big fan. I know you're here with your family. I don't want to bother you, but you're the greatest. I mean, he gave a really good compliment. I remember thinking, Oh, that's a good one. And then he had to call you back and be like, Hey, Rich. And you turned around again. He goes, I can't believe nobody knows who you are. (laughs) (laughs) He had to add that at the end. It's going so well. So then later, Oh, you got recognized again in Costco by another yeah. guy who didn't quite know who you were, but knew you were somebody. Yeah. And then uh, 
when we left, a couple hours later, Rich got this email. Go ahead, Rich. I'm not going to read you read it. You're oh, better at reading it. I'm good at reading. That's my skill. It's what I bring to the relationship. Um, contact form submission from David. I don't know what that means. It Why comes is it? through my website. It comes like that? They email me through my website because he didn't oh. have my email address. So he went to my website and you could email me and that's how it comes. Oh. So this is his email and then it says comments. U.S. Marine, Voss saved my life. Sort of. Saw Rich, good looking Hollywood wife and adorable baby at Costco. Look at that, huh? I had no makeup on, just threw on a jacket and went out. I love that. That's what I love most about this. <laughs> it says good looking Hollywood wife. Stop farting. Just read it. Okay. It goes on to say, smaller than he looks on TV. Just said hi and didn't want to bother him with his family. And in parentheses, I am a pro drag racer now and I know how fans can get annoying in public. Okay. Anyway, short version. I don't know what this is. E7 Marine Sniper here. That's what his that's what his rank was. I know, but I didn't know how to say it the way it is. Okay. Was that just right? Um was captured for eleven days in Iraq. I had set off an IED and was injured. I woke up to a disgusting room I was kept in, almost no food and little dirty water the entire time. Isn't that kind of amazing? I mean, you don't really think that's really yeah. happening. That's like something from Homeland or 24 or something. Frankly, I thought it was over. I made my peace and was ready to punch out. Had my pill in my mouth, about to bite it. No one knew where I was. God, this is like, it's it's hard not to get emotional about this. Could this possibly be true? I don't know. Who would make it up? A guy that wears tank top and shorts in the wintertime? Okay. Day 11, my guard was watching on a laptop a Rich Voss special of sorts. I could hear it. HBO, maybe, or Comedy Central. He actually laughed once or twice. His Iraqi guard was watching me on YouTube. Isn't that crazy? Hearing Voss made me remember my family and Nicole. Not sure why. Guess it raised my spirits or morale. Well, that's quite possibly, Rich, one of the first times you've ever raised anyone's <laughs> spirits or morale. Um, he goes on. Some Obama bit and then destroying a heckler. I have no fear. I will ruin you, crazy ass cracker, all ashy and dry. I'm thirsty just talking to you. So this guy remembers the exact bit. That's the YouTube bit. I escaped that day and removed five threats. I, does that mean killed people? I guess. Several hours. I'm going to start crying. Several hours later... I was rescued by some seals that spotted me. 22 days of recovery, two surgeries later. I am here today because of Voss, kind of. Oh, my God. Rich, does this make you emotional? Could this possibly be true? What's getting me emotional is how you're not reading it smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he goes on. Wanted to tell him this in Costco so his family knows that when he is away, like us, he is doing good and changing lives. 
It's like he's heard our podcast. (laughs) I think you wrote this, didn't you? Rich seemed grumpy, so I left him alone after saying hi, and he is super talented. Semper Fi, Gunny. P.S. With the two funniest guys ever dead, Patrice and Geraldo, Rich is now the top 10 best alive today. He joins Burr, Ross, Jeselnik, DePaulo, Rock, David Tell, a few others. He puts Ross and Jeselnik in the top 10? Look, this guy knows comedy, man. I, I love it. Okay. Yeah, it's not just some, you know, it's not just the same people you always hear in the same list. Nick DiPaolo made a list finally. That's got to make him feel good. I heard Nick DiPaolo's doing that uh, that pee, uh, that workout thing, the pee something. I heard he's fucking ripped. Like fucking ripped. Well, you know, uh, what's his face did it? Who, uh, Vinny? Vinny. Yeah, but he didn't do it for, I heard Nick. But Vinny, it. like, it made a difference on Vinny too. Okay, I'm not who? quite done. Oh. Thank you for doing what you do. Wish you and your family best wishes for the end of 2012. As an 11-year vet, I hope you have prepped for what's coming in less than a year. What the fuck is coming in less than a year? I didn't even read all this. Oh, yeah. I know. That's like, what? And how do I prep? I don't know. But now you have sensitive information. Maybe what if we go to jail because there's sensitive information? There's no sensitive information. Anybody can say, I hope you prep. Right. For what's going to happen in a year. That's like saying, well, goes, we have no, a new I president. Mean, yeah. With a new president, anything yeah. can happen in a year. I know he is super famous and a zillionaire. If a real person even reads this, please forward this to Rich if possible. I like that he thinks you're a zillionaire. I'm, yeah, we were I'm eating the, free food <laughs> at, at Costco. That was our afternoon. Last, please do some shows in New Jersey, in New Brunswick. Many fans here would love to see you live sometime. He hasn't been paying attention too much that you're always in New Brunswick. I'm not always. I, once he, I haven't been there in two years almost at that club. Oh. But well, so ho- we go there. What gets me is that some Iraqi prison guard was watching a YouTube video. That's all you me. take away from that. Yeah. You're international. Yeah. Not I, that this guy is. What? I can't believe the story of this guy. But who would make up a story like that? I don't know. Probably a lot of people. People I don't know. make up weird stories. That's a good story. I didn't know about the pill. I didn't know that was a real thing. They always had the pill. pill. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, that just seemed like something Hollywood makes up. Uh, this guy want to buy his movie rights to his story. Yeah, well, fuck, I'll be in the movie. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll just be on a computer. It'll, that's what the movie will be called. Rich Voss saved my life, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. We Is should that talk crazy? to him. We should talk to him and make the movie. Then he meets me after it in Costco's or something. He's obviously slightly deranged. He thinks he's a race car driver. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that's why, like it's like, is it real? I mean, he's like, I know how fans are. I'm a race car driver. He's like, I've also worked for the CIA. No, I don't know. I mean, who would make that up? He was a big dude, so I mean, he's. I have to say this: when he was talking to you, he seemed like a totally normal guy. Yes. Aside from the attire. Yeah, I don't know why he I was, was wearing, wearing a long winter jacket. I don't know why he was wearing a tank top. But sometimes big guys, you know, he's a big guy. Like, he's literally like six, seven or something. I mean, he was like. He was big. Maybe big guys don't feel the cold like we do, right? This computer keeps making this fucking noise next to me. It's driving me nuts. I know. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, uh, it's driving me nuts, and I got to get it, get it fixed. It's something in it that's that's gone wrong. 
So what else? So, so I would like, to, this is a good sort of jumping off place that let's say this is the, the pinnacle is that you've saved someone, you've literally saved someone's life, sort of. I've saved a lot of lives, but go ahead. You have? Through yes. your comedy? No, just in general. I, I, you know what would be great? We, we changed slightly for the movie is that the guard is so into your special and laughing so hard. He doesn't see this guy come up behind him and something, you know, well, kick him in the head or whatever. Oh, I don't know how, you know, something, well, all, something fancier than that. Well, let me explain to you about POW camps and prisons. Oh, do you know about that? Stuff? Yes. Oh, okay. Even if the guy was watching the video and laughing, mm -hmm. I don't know if the guy would have snuck up behind him because he was locked in a cell. Right, I know, but somehow in the movie, like he gets out the, of the guard cell. is not paying it. He doesn't close the door all the way because oh, come watch Rich Voss, you know. But in their Iraqi accent, Rich Voss. Oh, that's it. That was a good accent. Rich Voss. That was almost Chinese mixed in. So okay, this is a jumping off point for what? What? Oh, so yeah, so we've got the uh, the video that I think people should go take a look at. It's horrible. We can see the 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 early genesis of Rich Voss. Yeah, you know. There's no reason for that. I beg. So, I would like to know because I don't know if people know this. How it all started. How it all started. Now you were heavily into drugs and alcohol. Yes. You don't have to go through all your different jobs. We're we're tired of those things. But what point did it click that oh my god I need to start doing stand up? Like were you ever were you funny in school? First, okay, let me explain something to you. Don't no. No, I'm first gonna tell. When you say stuff like that, first of all, let me explain something to you. Yeah, you make it seem like you know, look at little little girl doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah, well, because one, that's the same question you get from every horrible interviewer on the phone. What made well, me? Why don't you, is it a horrible question? No. What's how the question? do you start? How did it go? Don't get mad because. But you maybe know, you don't have a good answer. Maybe that's what it is. I, how did it start? Why did I start? Are you saying, why did I start doing comedy? I, I know the answer. I don't ask you're questions saying, I don't know the answer you're saying, to. why did Your I start? Your dealer somebody took you to no. a show one night. Well, yeah, but I always loved comedy. As a kid growing up, I right, watched I comedy. Know. Well, well you asked me the question. I got to say it. The other people don't. You don't ask a question. Well, you don't ask. I go, you, you, go you, to you, give you, the answer. You go, yeah, I know. What kind of? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and, yeah, I know. Let's go on to the I next know, one. Because you okay, were like so making fun of it. And I, I know you're no. going to you talk know, about the Kennedy guy again. No. What I'm saying is growing up, coming from a broken home with your parents getting divorced, you're masking the pain, and comedy was my, was my Band-Aid. I used to love watching comedy and listening to it. Mm -hmm. I listened to it on phonograph. Come uh, on. On albums. It's a phonograph, right? And I watched it on TV, and I always loved comedians. So there you have it. Now, when I got older and I was doing coke and stuff, I wanted to be a comedian. And we went to a comedy club. Weren't you doing crack before no, I was people just, were doing no. crack? I, I was just snorting coke. I was just doing coke. You I never did crack? Yes, but I didn't, wasn't in the crack phase yet. Let oh, me. Okay, okay. I just This was like a separate question. Okay. Because I know you were into crack sort of. You were at the Three like. Days. I was from, from the beginning. From the beginning. When it got you, famous. Yeah. I used to do it. Yeah. 
And then, you know, me and my dealer, we went to uh, the Penny Arcade and saw County. Was that in New Jersey? Yeah, it was. And then we went to Catch the Rising Star. In New York? Like, yep. And, and, you know, we had Coke and we hung out with the waitresses and after the show, I think, and gave them Coke and partied. And Did you, you talk know. to any of the comedians? Uh-uh. But at that point, and were you I thinking, saw this is something Hiram, I wanted to do? Hiram Caston, I thought he was the funniest man alive. I am. Going, this guy is so, how can you be this funny? I was watching him going, you can't be this funny. And I saw at the Penny Arcade, Mike Reynolds. I'm going, he's the funniest guy around. This guy is so fucking funny. And I'm going, these guys are the funniest. How do they do it? And then I started, I said, I got to do this. And I wrote jokes and I bought a bunch of props. Uh... And I was just so. Now, where, how did you get? How did you bed. know how to start doing it? I went to Catch and Rise and start to the open mic night. The first, you know, you sit online. Right. And I, I, it was so bad. I bombed so bad. It, like it was so bad. I'm going. I fucking. Okay, but where where were you in the lineup? Do you remember? I know. I went after George Wallace. He came in and did a guest spot. Then I went on next as an open micer, and I. It was your first time ever. Yeah, I had props and fake. I. Did you like how did you memorize your thing? Yeah, what was your process? So bad. Okay, but let's go I back. I cut what the arms your... off this doll and I had these little hands with the arms and I pulled pulled my hands up my sleeves and I held onto the arms and yeah. I had these little hands. Yeah, the yeah, not the doll but just the hands. The hands yeah. and, I, and I go, "Let's have a big hand for our last guy." That's pretty funny. <laughs> and, Okay, but when you're what? preparing, how did you prepare for this? I had no set? idea. I just bought it, and I've never did it. And I said, "I'm." You didn't go do up. ever do it out loud. You just it was no. all in your head until yeah. the moment of. Yeah. And then I got. On I did it at a party. And then I with my friends before. Is I went this on interview stage. about you or me? Sorry, just a, okay. Just a, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Sometimes an interviewer <laughs> will interject in order to relate uh, to the person. Uh, Sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> so it was horrible. I, I I think I was crying. I hope if you ever I get interviewed by somebody big like I've been interviewed Diane, by so stop oh, it! Ahead. You're fucking. You're such an asshole. Oh, Do like, you, does it never stop for you? Do you never be like, yeah, maybe I won't be a fucking huge dick right now. What are you saying by Diane Sawyer? I go maybe if you get yeah. I said, I've been interviewed by big people. It's like it's never ending with you. You're just fighting constantly. What are you fighting? What, so what are you saying? That you hope I get interviewed by Diane? And Sawyer then if what? she goes, oh, because I thought about, who's this interview about? <laughs> I want you to do that to them. I will. Uh, and I got. I, I know you will. And, and you won't even think about me telling you to do it. It'll just be natural. So then I got off stage and I fucking was so depressed. I bombed so bad and I. Went back to the Port Authority and got back on the bus and went back to Jersey. And uh, then I did another show once somewhere like with But why, what made you think? Dancers. Did you think at that point I'm going to do it again? Yeah. I said, and then I did it with these burlesque dancers. I went on. I got $70 too. For My your sec second time on yeah. stage? How yeah. come? I don't know. And I fucking was horrible there. Then my friend had a band and I went on during their intermission horrible but i got some laughs then i they had a comedy night what made you keep going i don't know they had a comedy night to go were you like i'm gonna beat this thing yeah and i kept but i had props in the beginning i, I was so bad not, i don't think there's anything wrong with props yeah. i like props then i was in the beginning i, I was balls, at the goal the goal post and i remember I, this girl cried because i like i pulled out a, an old sweat sock 
and I called it like a black kid's Christmas stocking, and I pulled out like that's funny a watermelon rind and fucking Afro pick and chicken bones. Sounds like something you do today. <laughs> that doesn't. And it was sound. horrible. And then were people were people like horrified? But that I wasn't, to, wasn't politically correct no, or what? It just I don't know. People were laughing. They were cracking. They don't understand but that you're this like was, this you was, were born a poor black this man. Was, this was thirty years ago, and then. 30. You know, they had comedy there like every Sunday or something. So whenever I worked there, it was packed if I was going to be there because everybody from the, that I hung out with and knew and stuff would come see me. I mean, it was fucking packed. And they would laugh because they were all my friends and knew me. So Yeah, but my had friends false, wouldn't laugh for me. I had they would have been like horrified. Well, but I, I was, was kind of good because I did. I also abused the people and already started doing like crowd work. You, you know, did crowd work right out of the gate? Yeah, probably. You know, I was doing. But then I started booking a couple rooms. So this is how I really got started. I booked like two one-nighters, three So you're like, I'm in this business. Because at that point, then you didn't I, really have another business, right? You were just yeah, I think I was, drug did some remodeling houses that failed and drugs and no, no way of making money. And then so I this was just it. another venture for you? Yeah. Then I booked a couple rooms. When you told like your 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 mother, or your father that you were doing this now, what were they like? Mm. Yeah, whatever. They were probably whatever. So, but you were still on drugs, right? Yeah. So I booked a couple rooms. How are you managing? I'm I'm trying to answer the question. You're asking me five questions. How are you managing to do drugs and do stand up at the same time? Well, I booked a couple rooms and I hosted those rooms. And I would hire fucking really good comics. You know, I'd hire comics. You know, say I'd charge a room 400 or 500 to do comedy. And I paid the comics two or 300. You know, I'd make a couple yeah. hundred. Plus, I would host. And I would get on stage and practice. Then other guys that were doing stuff like that, booking rooms like that, you know, in New York, Philly, we would trade. I'd They'd let them book work you my, and you'd book them. I'd book and- them. So I just started working. And then... You know, I just, within the first year, I started working a lot, going on the road and just, you but know, but I was always you horrible. doing a, your drugs and... Well, the first two years, I just hung out with the comics, I partied and we did drugs and then it progressed into Freebase and then... And know, crack. Yeah, it's the same as Freebase and I hung out with one comic who was a heroin addict. And did you ever do heroin? Just twice. And uh, he uh, did you smoke pot? Yeah, we did anything, you know. But mainly, we had to get coke. But you, you know, that was our main thing, coke. And his was heroin. You know, Frankie Bastille, he died, and you know we would he take me on the road with him, places like Virginia and Texas and stuff. Where'd you get your drugs when you were there? We just found them wherever we could. I remember one time we we flew home from Texas to get drugs because we couldn't find any. We had between sh- weeks we flew back to, oh. you know, and you know we just used to do drugs. And then, that computer, something's wrong with it. I know. I said that. You, it's really you, annoying. Do you think they could hear it on the podcast? Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't think so. What is that? I don't know. It's. I got to take it in. I'll take it in tomorrow. It's making a noise. So, and then I just kept working and working, and I started getting more work, and, you know, I started headlining one-nighters in Jersey and weekend. I remember I was headlining the upper deck, and, you know, Ray Romano was the middle, you know, and uh, I headlined Freddie's one-nighter. Chris Rock was the middle. I closed, you know, and 
because uh, I guess I was doing comedy like two more years, two years longer than them. You know, although Ray was really funny. Uh, and I did a show once. I think Dennis Leary was in the middle and I was at the end, you know. But I, I, I stunk, you know. <laughs> I really stunk. I don't know. It was just all bullshit. But somehow people liked me and I kept getting work. And then, you know. But what made you decide to quit drugs? Was it comedy? No, I was just too far gone. I, you know, I was ready to die. So I had to stop. I couldn't live that way. All right. What's what's next? So what? Uh, so after you? So then you went into rehab. Yep. Twenty eight days. Thirty three. Five day detox. Twenty eight day rehab. Okay. Then you got out. Yeah. You I worked out. I did a show that night. You did a show the the night you got out. Was that what you were thinking about when you were in there? Just getting out and doing stand up. I was thinking about getting clean, not not because I don't want to get high anymore. So I was thinking about you know I did whatever it took. So when you got out though. How'd you get a gig right away? Was it that night or the next night? I, 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 I lined it up when I was in rehab. You know, I made a call or two. So you were thinking about it. You were like, I gotta... Well, I gotta make money. I had to get money. Can't get out and just have no money. Wasn't th weren't things hard to do stand-up after you were... I mean, were you scared you weren't gonna be able to do it? Because uh -uh, I knew I really wanted to quit drugs more than anything, so... Even if it meant not being able to do stand-up. Well, but why wouldn't I be able to do stand-up? Because some people think that, you know, I remember uh, Brett, uh, what's her name? Brett Butler? Brett Butler in her, her book I read. She just didn't want to get clean because she was scared she wouldn't be funny. She wouldn't be able to do stand-up anymore. Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, people think that, though. They're but like, I was so Oh, this is, how, this is my writing process, or this is my, like, creative process. Yeah. It's It's all intertwined. Well, but I mean... You know, I was only doing comedy for three years, so I mean, how funny was I anyhow? Right. So, you know, uh, and my goal in life was not to get high anymore and, you know, and just build as a comic. I remember doing a one-nighter with some guy, you know, he booked this. No, I was doing the uh, Club Benet. It was like a theater. I go, I'm going to be big one day. I said, I really, in my mind, said I'm going to be fucking famous. Every comedian says that. They do they do really? It. Yes. You think you're going to go through, you know, years and years. People don't go through years and years of being terrible in front of other people in any other profession. I mean, it's like learning to play the bagpipes in front of, but you can only practice in front of groups of people. It's, it's, you know, I mean, it's not an easy thing to get good at. So you have to be delusional. You have to think, oh, well, that's why when comedians go... You know, it takes you 10 years till you get good. Everybody who starts, you did it, I did it, everybody does it, goes, I guess, hmm, maybe you, not me. Every single comedian thinks that, oh, I, I'll get there faster. Because if you really thought, oh, my God, I'm going to spend 10 years sucking before shit starts to happen, you I wouldn't do it. probably 20 years sucking. Yeah, I mean, 10 years is a, a conservative estimate for most people. I, I mean, suck now, people, and I've been doing it almost comedians 30. comedians that, that get, you know... Um, you know, that, that get on Conan or get, um, you know, some, uh, you know, modicum of success as they're going along, they still stink. Even if they're one set on Conan is good or they're, do you know what I mean? No, I, I listen, my first special wasn't that, it was okay. I mean, I did TV shows that were okay, but I mean, now it would be a lot better. I mean, I just say, uh, you, know, you know, it, it just, it's like anything. I mean, 
it's really hard. It's 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 a very difficult prospect. That's why people are so delusional about it, and they say to themselves, "Oh, I'm going to get famous." I remember when I started, I was like, "I'm going to get a Letterman within a year." I really people were like, "It's kind of impossible to do that," and I was like, mm, "Maybe for you." In my head, I'd think that. Yeah. Yeah. How long take you get on Letterman? I don't know, seven years. I think. Oh. So, what's the next uh, question in this interview? Okay, so then you're now you're doing stand up sober. Yeah. Have any challenges with that? Well, one time I was working in Florida and I was in uh, Daytona working a place called Max Famous Pub and I picked up a waitress and we went back to the room. It was fucking smoking. She was so hot. Okay, and, you, you're talking uh, to your wife. Oh. Well, no, we're doing an interview. No, but I'm still your uh, wife. Oh. You can't just separate that. Look, if I even say someone on TV is good looking, you lose your mind. Okay, so well, you say I'm, you, your uh, whole thing is that's disrespectful to me. Well, what are you doing? Oh, okay. That's disrespectful oh, to me. Even what? though I don't believe for a second <laughs> that she was smoking hot. She might have had a nice body, but I bet you she was greasy and no. dirty and a disgusting, hoary looking thing. Well, she any- probably had a vagina like a shower cap. Okay, so no, I don't believe. I don't know because we went back to my room. Because if she's leaving with you, I guarantee you she wasn't a 10. Oh, she was definitely a 9 or a 10. I'm telling you. I mean, I was a fucking, I'm the entertainer. I am the entertainer. You know, but then I got back to my hotel room. Oh, really? And she pulled out. I didn't know you were uh, Cedric. (laughs) (laughs) So I pull out, you know, we go back to my hotel room and she pulled out like a, you know, I give her a kiss and I'm... I taste a Coke or something on her mouth. Then she pulls out like an ounce of Coke. I go, you're going to have to get out of here. You know, so that was pretty tough. You know, she had tons of freak Coke, you know. Well, that's so great, though. What? A lot of people wouldn't have been able to. Uh, yeah, I said, They would have yeah. said, oh, just one time, I'll do it. No, I had to get her to go. You had, to, you got to go. You got to know when to fold them. Know when to hold them. You got to know when to quit. Walk away. Walk away. Know when to run. Know when to run. You got to know. Stop. How stop. does it go? I, that, that would no. that would come in perfect right now. No, it doesn't because it's so. I mean, that was and you that was poker. tough. <laughs> What's that? What'd you say? I said no because that song's about poker and you didn't poker. Woo! <laughs> so no. Uh, okay, so you're on the road now. Yeah. You're just working the road all the time. All the time. And how many years is this now? Four or five years in. Yeah. And so you don't have any TV? No. Not even the show that I saw? No, that, I don't know. Yeah, that might have been about right seven about years it. in. Eight you years must in. have saw other people getting success. I know you. Yeah, it was you, driving me crazy. It must have been driving me Well, I could tell crazy. you a story. Were you in at the New York clubs yet? I didn't try. Yeah, one, uh, Dangerfields, I think, or Catch. I got in Catch, but then I didn't go. When, well, what happened was I got married. And I had to do the road. Oh, more. so this had to have been before you got married, that TV show, because on that TV show, you go, I'm dating someone new, Kelly. She's amazing and beautiful. I said that? And that's. Oh, yeah. so yeah, it was over 21 years ago. God damn, that was like 23 years ago. And I got married. I started doing more road stuff. I had kids and stuff. And I remember I was on the road in Florida doing like a club. A bunch of horrible one-nighters, like, and I'm down there. I was in Homestead, and this was before the hurricane. You know, that's where they had the big hurricane. But 
I'm on stage. It's the worst one nighter on the planet, and it, they're just loud yelling. And I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I did 40 minutes, 45, and then the owner comes out. He's like some big ex-retired cop. Comes up. He calls me back on the stage. He's holding my hand, and he says to the audience, "I'm very embarrassed." Uh, as the owner here that you people were so rude to him uh, he's come a long way to do this I want you all to give him a, a round of applause and he's going to do another 25 oh, minutes oh no <laughs> oh no so I did that and it was horrible then I'm in Florida why were you know, they so rude to you you were just stinking just, it up I don't know I guess I stunk and they were just it was a drunken saloon bar I almost and, told a story of my own just now but uh, then I remembered uh, so I didn't finish this story so now I'm in Florida, South Florida, doing one-nighters, and I keep hearing advertisements that Mario Joyner and Colin Quinn are taping their HBO specials down there somewhere. Come see Colin Quinn tape, tape right. his HBO special. So the next gig I do is like a weekend at like, it's almost like a Chuck E. Cheese. It's a puppet place, but they have <laughs> comedy on the weekends. You know, they close the curtains so you can't see the puppets, and it's a comedy club. And I'm going, it's a pizza, comic, like, like places I work now. And mm -hmm. you it don't was, work that kind of place. I'm working this weekend. It's a pizza place. J&J's is a pizza place. It's a comedy club, but. What is it? Rockaway or whatever? Rock, Rockaway. Uh, Why am I opening for you? You're not opening for me. It says on the poster that I am. It says with special guests. I'm like, what do you. You're not. What, for this weekend? You're not working with me this week. I swear to God, it's on my Facebook page. I'm going to look it up. So I do this weekend in this horrible puppet place, and I'm scared that like these comics are going to come in for pizza after they tape their HBO specials and see me. And <laughs> That's awesome. Then I had to drive from there to next. But they didn't come in. No, then I had to go to... Then you were slightly disappointed that they didn't come then in. Then I had to go to Key Largo and do a one-nighter, and some girl with hot pants and a wooden leg was heckling me. <laughs> She had hot pants and a wooden leg. I love that. That's like so. And I was driving, I was driving back over this long bridge, listening to uh, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Homeward Bound, just crying in tears. Mm, why? <laughs> I was so depressed. About where you know, your career was at? Yeah, I had kids, no TV. I'm doing shitty clubs, one nighters, and how did it? When did it all turn around? When I got separated. When we got separated, I started going into New York. Like I, I had like 10 years in the business now, 12 years, and I went to New York, and I just got into every club, and I was doing black clubs, and, and I just was on fire. You know, I was getting, got ass spin. I'm working Caroline's, all the black Kelly shows. Kelly was holding been, you back. You know, well, going on the road was holding me back, not being in New York. Then when I got into New York, I mean, you know, I was killing in the black I clubs. I never met you. That's so weird. Uh, I might have met you. I don't fucking, I probably pay no attention to you. I was fucking, you know. You I, don't really like women, that's true. No, I was just, you know, I was, you know, a very, very funny. I was very, uh, I was an eligible bachelor back then, you know, and my career was, you know, I got Aspen. I killed an Aspen. Uh, but then I came back and I just started getting anxiety attacks going on auditions that I wasn't ready for and just bombing. You know, I'm not Didn't an Didn't somebody get mad at you or something? I auditioned for the head of Fox. Mm-hmm. And I was so bad, she called my manager and said, we can never see him again. Uh, you know, what are you looking at? That's not... 
Why does he say Bonnie McFarlane? Let me call him now. Uh, you're not working with me. Why, why would they do that on the poster? Uh, all right, so what's the next question? So, yeah, I mean, you know, when I went into New York and started doing New York is when things started happening. I got Aspen, and I was getting TV, and, you know, and then, you know, whatever. Comedy Central stuff, and I was the first one ever to sell Comedy Central. When they first started, they were, like, hot and Comedy Central, and... They were buying, you know, videos of com comedians. They didn't come out and shoot you. I sold them from this club, Main Street, Main Stage Comedy, and Hackens Hackensack, a seven-minute video for $700. And then it went down to $50, and it went down to... P like, what, you mean every every time they re-aired it? No, no, the, then the deals they made with the comics. Oh. So I was, I sold, I was, the only, like, the only one that sold it to them for, you know, $100 a minute, and then they said, this ain't, this doesn't get, this isn't, this isn't... Work. This then they much. came out and started shooting comics, doing, like, Attention Span Theater or whatever those sure, shows were, you know, which I did a bunch of that, that stuff. So I just started fucking progressing, you know. Uh... And whatever. And then. What? They asked you to do Last Comic Standing. I almost turned it down. You said no, right? Well, I did the first two. Like, I did the. The initials. The initial uh, audition. And then I did, uh, you know, like something else and another round. And then I go, I'm not going to do this show. Because I was scared. You know, because I didn't, you know, reality. What are you doing? Are you going to pay attention? Okay. You're look, reading your you're, Facebook. What are you doing? I'm going to call that guy to see why he's, your picture's on the poster. Well, Jesus Christ. But you you're can't like, interview somebody and look at your phone. You're talking and looking at your phone. I was just seeing if there was a date on that. So, God. what was the question again? Yeah, I wasn't going to do last comic. Cause you know, you were coming across I was, as like... Almost an interesting human being until you started yelling at me. I then it's right back you. to your just I, a f another fucking asshole I, on the road to fame and fortune. I didn't trying yell to at you. Get something you don't deserve. I don't deserve what? What am I trying to get that I don't deserve? Everything. I deserve everything I get. Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I was gonna not do a last comic because I was doing tough crowd and. uh you know, Opie and Anthony, but then they, you know, but I, I said, okay, I'll do it. Cause I said, I'm not doing it. And they, I got a call from someone. They said, you're crazy. May I look at my phone? Uh, yes, sir. Is this uh, J James? You're on. Um, we're doing our podcast now. And uh, Bonnie noticed on the poster this weekend when I'm working your club that she's on the poster with me. She yeah. That's the Sean Bennett thing. Oh, oh, that's a Sean Bennett thing. That's something else. Yeah, that's a different one. Oh, that's a different one. What is it? That's that's a different show we're doing. When is that show? Yeah. I think that one was in like March or April. Oh, that's March or April. Why is he putting it on my Facebook already? Who put it on your Who put it on Bonnie's Facebook? You did. Well, he doesn't need to put it on. He, there's no date oh, on it. He who's? just put it on my Facebook. Oh, there's no date on. Who's Brian Bennett? I thought that was Sean Bennett. Oh, okay. All right. 
Sean Bennett, by the way. I'll talk to you later. For the listeners. Bye. What? Why are we doing a show for Sean Bennett? He's the guy that you got all upset that I had his card in my well, wallet. He's a he's the cop. He's a, a detective. The De- detective. He's a, not a cop. He's a detective. Whatever. All right. There's a big difference between cop and detective. Yeah, but why would you? Why would you have a show it? for that guy? Well, James said it was. I didn't realize it was for him, but it's a fundraiser. But why don't you want me to do a show for him? What are you hiding that you wouldn't want me to do a oh, show? Rich, stop twisting things. I'm not hiding anything. All right. You made a big deal about it, yeah. and then you agreed to do a show for the yeah, same guy. It's good money. Guy. Both of there us are doing go. it. Okay. There we have it. It's good money, and it's a fundraiser. I like doing fundraisers. I like giving back. I give back in life. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You can't keep what you got unless you give it shut back. Up. What do you mean, shut up? I'm. You can't tell me to shut up in the middle of an interview. What kind no, of? No, this is this is no. This is we're on pause in the interview. <laughs> oh. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah, because it's like anything I do, it's like all oh, oh, I'm doing this. I'm. You How know, are you some getting kind of into this? Human. Are you crazy? No, because I just realized that's for Sean Bennett, and that's the guy that you lost your mind over. That we'd have fights about. Do you understand? Because I, I had his card. His business. In, you his, had his home phone number. In Not, my wallet. Yeah, you had his home phone number. Along with a stack of get out of jail free card things. You had his home phone number. You found, and we yeah, but I didn't already. know I had it. Oh, come on. Don't play the... I'm not dumb. You didn't know you had... You're not that dumb. You don't know you have something. Okay, but why would you get, put me on a show with a guy that you think I'm having some kind of weird, sordid affair with? I didn't put you on a show with You did. You, no, you, I didn't we agree were, to it. Yes, we agreed to it a long time ago before that podcast. We agreed to it before. No, yes. you don't agree to things yes. a year in advance. Yes, he's been bothering me about this show forever. So whatever. So why why don't you want to do the show if you want to get serious? It's not that I don't want a. I'm not. Ex- I'm not thrilled about opening for you at that fucking Rockaway. I don't. It's not there. It's somewhere else. It I says think. Brick Forty Six right on the thing. Uh, it's a fundraiser. I don't even. It's okay, like in March so or yeah, April. Big de- so I'm doing it. I'm doing it for some cash. I'm not like, yeah. woo, yay. This is going to be great. Amazing. Right. So what do you do? Are you I'm interviewing me that- or are you arguing? Are you starting an argument? You want to have an argument? You don't. No. I, I'm sick of you going, oh, I don't know. Or I played it. I don't know. Have somebody. I always. No, I am trying to be nice, but I always. You start an argument. Yeah, because I I'm trying to make you oh. see something. But instead what? of seeing it, you'll just fight to the fucking death. You no. won't go, yeah, you know what? It, uh, I was being fucking asshole. No, okay. Maybe I was, but I, it, you can't keep... Thank you. You can't keep Carry going. Carry on no. the interview. No, we you can't. We got it. We got it. Lock, print. No. Continue. No. Can I finish what I was saying? No. Yes. No. Why not? If you want to work it into the interview, that's up to you. Okay. A person, when I was on the road, you, anytime someone gave me their phone number, I knew they gave me their phone number. Good for you. Road. You're a fucking different person than me. And also, you have fucking borderline Alzheimer's, so you don't always remember everything that happened. Yes, I do. I remember everything. No, you think Give me you one do, thing but you're going to be one of those assholes when Alzheimer's really does kick in. You're going to be one of those assholes that thinks like, because you already got it, like your hearing is going, and you think everyone's just mumbling had, around first you. First of all, you're I like just... like one of those people that like thinks everyone else is playing tricks on you. I like, just went for a physical, and they said my hearing was great, and my eyesight. I just went for a physical last oh, week, really? and my blood oh, came... Uh, see, you're trying to be funny. So I, So my hearing is fine, and my eyesight... Yeah. Do, well, why then do you, I don't know why you're always fucking complaining. You can't hear. Why? Why do you have the TV on so loud all the time? I like. Uh, 
Maybe it's too low. Maybe you grew up in the ghetto, and that's how you guys fucking listen to it there. But let me tell you something. <laughs> Canada, gotta... we listen to it on number eight. Yeah, good. Read this up in another log. <laughs> I'm reading this, and then I'm going. We've done our time. We're not done. Yes. No, we're not even close. Yes, we did. We started at quarter after seven. I no, we're at only clock. at 51 minutes. It's close. After I read this, it'll be done. No. Oh, my God. The whole fire is gone. Rich. Well, uh, it's that time again where we talk about spicing things up in the bedroom. Uh, if you've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy, maybe a adult movie, come on, we all do it. That's how they do these that reads on other things. They like try to really make it. Hey, man, we've all been there. After 200 years of marriage, you got to be creative about this stuff. You press for air? Yeah, a what, flute. I don't know what yeah. it is. A flute? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Um, go to adamandeve.com for limited time only. You'll get 50% off just about any item, but that's not all. Oh, no. Oh, yes. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift. So sensual. We can't mention it on the radio because we know how averse everyone is to sensuality on the radio. Rich, that is the most disgusting thing. You're doing it on, are you no. doing it on purpose? There goes your phone charger. If you lose, there, if you, stop. Stop. I just saw your phone charger. I know charger. where it is. I just put it there. Oh. For a little inspiration. Oh, plus a free. So, Rich. Oh, sorry. Stop it. You're so disgusting. <laughs> oh, I can't take it. Sorry. That's. I'm talking about like s sexual things, and all I can see is your finger going all the way up your nose. It's so disgusting. Go ahead. Okay, you get a free sensual gift. And to top it off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type HATES, that's H-A-T-E-S, for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use the offer code HATES, as in my wife hates me right. at adamandeve.com. Enough. Now, can we be done? We're done. We're not done. Well, are you going to wrap up your story? What story? Which I don't know. Bring us up to date on your stand-up comedy career. I did uh, Gotham over the weekend. It was crowded. This week I'm at JJ Comedy's club in, where is it, Rockaway? Rockaway, New Jersey. Rockaway and where Bonnie Brick got. 46, they actually have very good food there. And it's not a bad club. It's fun. It's fun. That's where Bonnie got the business cards and the phone numbers. Maybe I'll get some phone numbers up there this weekend. I hope you That's do. I'm do. I hope you do. I wouldn't care. The other night we were at the stand. I look outside. You're out there chatting up two ladies. There are waitresses there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't that, matter. Listen yeah. to me. This is what you're getting all upset or something. I'm not upset. You think I'm mad. I'm not. No. I was actually happy Good. to that see you talking to women with a smile on your face. In Good. a nice way. But if it had been different yeah. where there was two dudes and I was talking, 
you would have gotten upset. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think if I. But would, I in, I like if, seeing you happy. Yeah, but you didn't see me taking phone numbers. You didn't see me taking their phone number, did you? No, I don't. If you did that, no, I did not see it happen. Okay, so that's the difference. If I came home and those two ladies I was if talking to. If somebody just gave you a stack of things, I didn't even look at them. I don't want to go over it again. Or not, but I'm saying if I if one of those girls, the hot one, the waitress there, gave me her phone number. And Next I time, if anybody ever gives me their number that I'm aware of, I will rip it up in front of them and then I will take a picture of their face so that you can see it. No, I, is that no, fair? No, is that fair? No, it's not I will you. never take anyone's number. No, you don't try to make turn it around like I'm a weirdo. Like you I'm are crazy. a weirdo. People I'm not know a weirdo. It. I'm not the only one. You're very no, controlling. I'm not controlling. I'm anyway, just a I'm husband. an adult woman. I should be like, if I want to take somebody's fucking phone number, I'll take somebody's you fucking should. phone number. You should. Well, but. and I shouldn't have to answer to you for it. You shouldn't. You're just right. Just because I got married to you doesn't mean that I'm like in jail. Oh, you're not. Well, and I should be able to jerk off in front of somebody, right? What? Yeah, if they let you, go ahead. I, For real? Yeah, I doubt that that's ever going to happen. You mean if if you walk if by... If you feel that that's something that you should do in in a healthy relationship, then by all means, go that's ahead. Not a, no, that's not a healthy relationship. Okay, well, then you probably aren't going to do it. I don't make rules like that. That's like saying, don't shit in a hot tub. Well, you know what? Oh, I'm really? not going to make that rule. If that's, if that's, you know, if you can't govern yourself at that point... Oh, so you're saying if you walk by a car and I was masturbating, some girl was watching me, you wouldn't care? Yes, of course I would care. What would you do? But I wouldn't make that rule. It's a, do you understand? It's stupid to make that rule. If you're the rule. kind of person that's going to do that, nothing I can say would... I'm not going to do that. Oh, boy. I just can't even communicate with you. You're hard to communicate with. I think... And it's uh, not you, me. No, no. It's you, you not are. true. No. Yes, you are. Because you're... You know what it is... What? Because everyone has to just like have you, exactly. You have like to you mirror make, your brain exactly, or else it's no. Like it's a you. Ridiculous like you made chili tonight, and if she said, "What's the matter? You don't like it?" I go, "No, it's it's good." And oh, really? It's not good enough for you? you I said, That's "No." That's not I said, how it was yes, going. I was, I was joking around because I didn't say it was I good said, after I every like bite. To hear mm, after yeah. every bite. You know, and the, the bottom line. That was line, a joke, and, and you it, know it was. It was. God, it was de- here's the thing. It was really? decent. No, no, but it was decent. But it didn't even come close to the chili I made like oh, three, four weeks ago. Four weeks ago oh, with the package. Oh, okay. No, yeah, the package, the skyline. Okay. Skyline chili. Okay, buy Skyline. I will never, you know, that's fine. No, yours was good. Yours was good, but see, your problem is that I wasn't fucking screaming. I'll tell you what, though. If somebody made me fucking chili. I loved it. I If somebody made me chili, went to the trouble, (laughs) who doesn't even eat meat, and went to the trouble to make me chili. Yeah. Okay, on a cold winter afternoon. I certainly wouldn't be um, going about publicly saying my chili was better, okay? Because you know what that buys you? What? The the opportunity to make chili every <laughs> single time for yourself for the rest of your life. No, I liked your chili. Congratulations. I liked your you chili. You just won your own chili-making <laughs> spree. While you were making a chili, I was out collecting firewood. For our fire. Don't act like you were out collecting firewood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? You what? pulled up your car and somebody <laughs> put it in the trunk. You're not like, you make it sound like you're scavengering around in the with an axe in the field or something. <laughs> well, I, I picked up firewood. Then I went to H- Home Depot and bought fire starters. Okay. Some lady recognized me, her and her husband. 
are you Rich Voss? I go, yeah. They go, oh, sorry. I'm going, what? You're sorry that I'm Rich Voss? And they go, no, to bother you. You're not bothering yeah, me. Do you hate when people go like, I saw you on TV, oh, yeah. but then they, they won't go, say like good or bad or anything? They no, they, say, they can't say anything. What are you, you're just stuck. Okay. <coughs> well, she, mm. she, well. Was, she was kind of attractive. Her husband, I guess, seemed like a, a nice, normal looking guy. They had a kid. Oh, yeah. Hi. They go, how's, well, was she a good looking Hollywood wife? And she goes, how's Bonnie? I go, oh, you must. Come on. I go, I go, oh, you must be Opie and Anthony listeners because that's the only way you could connect oh, us. Oh, really? Well, how would they know we're married? Nick unless... Mom. Nick Mom, they wouldn't know we're married. You didn't go on Nick Mom going, I'm married to we Rich Voice. We have what? Our thing is on it. They're, our webisodes aren't up yet. Probably. They are. No. So I go, you must listen to Opie and Anthony. But then I was looking at them, and I go, they would be a perfect couple to be swingers with if we were swingers. But we can't be swingers with people that would know us. You know what I mean? Because I, There's no way that I could possibly ever try to understand your brain and how it works. That if I even so much as look at another man, you lose your fucking mind. But now you're suggesting, perchance, that we'd be swingers. It makes Remember? no sense. You want to suck a dude's cock? Go do it on no, your own. Don't involve a, me and another woman. Just, how do you okay? bring gayness that's, out of it? That, because that's the only way that this makes sense. No. And don't you remember my daughter saying there's a lot of swingers in Hillsboro? Like, I, I can't talk to you. I'm not, I'm not talking to you about this anymore. Okay, I'm really, really, done. I'm really done. Okay. It's gross. But they recognized. Because they you recognized. just try to be crazy, and then you get me going. And then I'm I not trying to be crazy. crazy. You, started, it's, it's, you started an interview that you bailed out on. I, can't, I said, bring us up to date. Go ahead. And then you, you, you plugged okay. a few fucking dates that you could have had 26 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we thank have a, you, everyone. No, no, not only. Thank you. This, have and a, then thank you, Rich, <laughs> no, thank for you. a wonderful. The chili uh, was delicious. I got it. I'm not lying. Of marriage. I, I couldn't ask for a, a more responsible. Bonnie wants to change her last name to Voss. She came up to me today and said, I'm going to change it to Voss. Yeah. And what did you say? Good idea. No, you didn't. <laughs> what did I say? You didn't look up from your computer and you're like, I don't know, whatever, I guess. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I did not. Yes, Why? you did. What the hell is wrong with you? Why are you so, like, so personal? Like, you take everything so personal. You're, you're Rich, <laughs> I, I wouldn't take everything so personally, except that what? from the moment you wake up, you are a complete prick and then I'm you, not a and prick. Then, I was then, nice today. No, you weren't. And then you act I like went out and got us firewood. And okay, fucking... yes. Sometimes in your activities, you do the right thing. I wouldn't say that's nice. I would say that's just being a part of the family, I doing bought, a, a little bit of the share. I picked up water. I said, "Do you, do you, Rich? What? You can't walk around." I've not been negative once today. I'm very positive. I'm Ladies waiting. and gentlemen, um, this is where the fucking rubber meets the road. And What's I'm, the rubber meet? What does that mean? <laughs> I'm leaving. No. You I like that saying. Where did you come up with that from? I, I like that. Where the rubber meets the road. You heard that, right? Raina, come here. You got to say goodbye. All right. Doesn't Raina want to say goodnight to everybody? All right, folks. That was our podcast. This week I'm at a J&J Comedy Club in Brick 46 or something up there somewhere. 
Brick 46, I think in Rockaway. Rockaway, New Jersey. Brick 46. Thank you for coming out to Gotham. There's a lot of people, a lot of ONA fans. That was fun. And uh, buy the CD. Still empty inside. And uh, there you have it. Oh, shit. Wait, hold on. Let me see if I can get Raina to come say goodnight. Hey, Raina. Raina. She's upstairs yapping. I guess you, you'll, you'll hear from her next week. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.